0: Lots of flowers out there for Oklahoma after they dismantled Nebraska. How will Oklahoma handle all of the praise heading into Kansas State? We'll talk about that. Plus, let's hear from Jeff Levy. Let's hear from Ted Roof on today's episode
1: of Locked On Sooners. You are Locked On Sooners, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma Sooners. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: What's up, everybody? Josh Helmer here with you. It is Locked On Sooners. Went ahead and went to the bullpen, called in Big Bubba Joey Helmer to the show. Joey Helmer, of course, of OU Insider, OU247. Joey, what's going on, man?
1: Let's hope the arm is nice and loose. So We've stretched it up a little bit. So uh, Just been out at the fair this evening and got to take in the Oklahoma uh, fair, so that was a good time. And now ready to talk a little bit of football again. Nothing wrong with
0: the Oklahoma State Fair. So you heard it right off the top. Oklahoma dismantles Nebraska. So much to feel good about if you're an Oklahoma fan with what happened up in Lincoln. The Sooners racing away 49-14 to over the Huskers. And I guess my kind of – one of the questions I have coming out of it going into this game versus Kansas State is, okay, this is really sort of the first time that collectively you – I the Oklahoma fan base, even the national media, which, keep tabs on this. I've got a cut from Colin Cowherd that I want to share with you that's kind of making the rounds out there. This is sort of the first time that everybody's in agreement, oh, wow, Oklahoma played really, really well on both sides of the football. And, Joey, the question I have is simple. How do do the Sooners handle that?
1: Yeah, you know, what's so interesting about this uh, situation, and I thought – Uh, We weren't really going to know a ton about Oklahoma until this upcoming weekend against Kansas State, and I came out of last weekend feeling differently. I I do feel like we know something about this team. Uh, They played really good complimentary football. They were hitting the mouth early in that game, and to me, I, I think you saw a really, really good response, quite frankly, a response that we might not have seen from this team in years past. Uh, This was a team that is facing a third and seven uh, after punting away. They give up a touchdown right down the field for Nebraska. And the crowd is as loud as I can tell you from being there, as loud as it possibly could have gotten. And you draw up the quarterback draw, Dylan Gabriel houses it, and the game is completely different from that point on. And so um, I came away from last week feeling like this is a team that Uh, can play really good complementary football. And in in an atmosphere like that, obviously everyone knows Nebraska's not a very good football team, but um, it it was important seeing what we saw from them on both sides of the ball last week.
0: What are we going to learn about Oklahoma this week? I I think for me, again, you know, asking the question, how does Oklahoma handle all of the flowers? I mean, I, I ask that because I feel like that's the maybe the item that I most want to know about Oklahoma in this game. You know, my charge for the Sooners last week, Joey, was, look, Nebraska just fired its head football coach. Oklahoma, yeah, they went through a a coaching change of their own, but they didn't go through a coaching change because Lincoln Riley and Oklahoma was just in total free fall, which, again, sounds a little wild to say given how things played out, and I know there was a ton of frustration with last season being a disappointment for the Sooners, but long story short, there's a large gap large difference between what's been going on at Oklahoma and what's been happening at Nebraska. So that was my charge, right? Was make it look that way, make it look like Oklahoma's a bonafide top 15 top 10 team, possibly top five team, possibly college football playoff team. And we got that. So now as you shift the page forward and we flip it to Kansas state this week, I'm fighting the battle. Like I'm sure many people are out there how much how much stock should I take out of what happened to Kansas State versus Tulane? And you know, I don't know that it's just the Tulane game for me, Joey. I think it's the accumulation of everything that's happened to start this season offensively or not happen for Kansas State to start this season offensively. I thought Deuce Vaughn would be a little more explosive than he's been so far. Adrian Martinez has really looked like one of the worst quarterbacks, not just in the Big 12, but nationally. I don't know if I'm falling into a trap here with Kansas State. We've kind of seen that song and dance with the Wildcats before with them coming down to Norman. But now for me, I guess I am kind of putting stock into the fact that, Joey, I don't think this offense is all that great from Kansas State. So don't get caught up if you're Oklahoma in all of the positive things being said about you and all of the negative things being said about Kansas State. Prove to me now this week that, Last week it was, show me that there's a big difference between Nebraska and Oklahoma. And now this week, Joey, it's, okay, show me that you can handle negative things being said about your opponent and a bunch of positive
1: stuff being said about you. So there's so much truth in what you said in everything there. And so when we go back and we unpack last week at Nebraska, I talked about this being a different team. This being a team that maybe wouldn't have done a lot of those things that Oklahoma did last week. That was a big step for this program in terms of showing the mentality is different. We've, we've talked about that so many times uh, throughout the offseason, leading up to the season, and now the first few weeks. This team has a different mentality. That was step one, right, was go in against, like you said, an inferior team on the road and, and quite frankly, dominate them. Not, not just win, but come out of Lincoln and know that <laughs> show, show everyone around the country You're far superior to this team. Oklahoma did that. Now you come into this game this weekend, which, by the way, uh, I felt like was the first true test for Oklahoma. Uh, I don't know that the way that Kansas State played last weekend changes my mind. I I think there might have been a bit of a look ahead from Kansas State. I I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they had looked at some things about Oklahoma and uh, got themselves in a fourth uh, four-quarter game to where they just quite uh, simply weren't able to win last weekend. Uh, that does not change my mind one one bit on uh, Kansas State, who they are uh, coming into this game. It's a tough uh, physical team, uh, a team that's going to make you earn everything. That's been the case dating back to the very first years of uh, the Bill Snyder days. And so um, it, this is another game for Oklahoma where they're going to have to be ready. They're going to have to bring it. And like you alluded to, I think this is another statement game for Oklahoma, much like last weekend was.
0: So I do want to share what's been said, some of some of what's been said, I guess, this week with Jeff Levy and Ted Roof tonight. Just one final thought before we move on. What's kind of the the one big thing you're watching for with Oklahoma and Kansas State this week?
1: I tell you what, uh, Oklahoma has really taken good care of the football. They, they have just the one turnover so far. Um, it, it was in mop-up time, obviously a, a fumbled snap by Davis Bevel, but uh, Oklahoma has really taken good care of the football. Dylan Gabriel has done a really good job in that regard. I don't think he's played uh, near his the level that he can play at. I, I don't think he's there yet, uh, but... This is a game, if you look at historically against Kansas State, they are so opportunistic. Uh, they take the ball away. Uh, and they win a lot of games because of that. Uh, you know, this is a team that uh, talent-wise a lot of times doesn't stack up to what they play against. It, it, they've beaten Oklahoma because uh, Oklahoma has been careless with the football. So uh, when you look at these uh, these teams in this matchup specifically – this is another one another one of those games where the first three weeks, that trend needs to continue. Oklahoma needs to take care of the football this weekend.
0: You nailed it. I mean, these losses at home for Oklahoma to Kansas State, it seems like there's always one special teams play that either goes really, really well for K-State or goes horribly wrong for Oklahoma. And then just, I mean, look, I, I get it. It's cliche, it's boring. You could say it every week, but the turnover battle in these losses to k-state at home has been unkind to the sooner so they they just simply have to be really good in that department okay let's share some jeff levy let's share some ted roof with you before we do that though let me uh let me tell you about new remember when winning felt easy that's because when you were younger you were at the peak of your testosterone production what have what some have called the winner's hormone or the man hormone. Wouldn't it be nice to get that winner's edge back again and that old swagger back in your step? You want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging? Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with testafin will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, and get you better results at the gym and help you look and feel like the man that you really want to be. Nugenics Total Tea contains man-boosting and key ingredients like testophan. It's been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. Nugenics Total Tea, it's the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. So with Nugenics Total Tea, it can help re-energize your life, help get you back the powerful, confident, good-looking warrior that you used to be. Now get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. When you text college, that's Text COLLEGE to 231-231. Text now, get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast. Absolutely free. Once again, that's texting COLLEGE 231-231. COLLEGE 231-231. Message and data rates may apply. All right. Jeff Levy uh, was asked about his running backs and specifically about Eric Gray. And he had this to say, his takeaways from the performance that was for one Eric Gray up in Lincoln, Nebraska.
2: He's uh, he's worked the right way. That's what's given him such a great voice uh, in, inside our locker room. But then he's, now he's had, you know, some really good production. You know, I, I think the best thing was that just him being able to get into space and, and win his one on ones. He did a great job at the second and third level of winning um but again Eric's been a pro and he's been he's been incredibly consistent on and off the field since we've gotten here and and it's uh, to me it's a credit to who he is inside and out
0: impressive performance from one eg 11 carries 113 yards couple of touchdowns for Eric Gray what do you make now as we enter this Big 12 slate for Oklahoma where are you at with the running backs where are you at with uh, just Eric Gray, Marcus Major, and I guess Javante Barnes as well for Oklahoma. How did you feel going in, too? So, like, how did you feel going in and now seeing what we've seen, where are you at with things in the running back room for Oklahoma?
1: Yeah, I feel better after last weekend, obviously. Oklahoma uh, rushed for more than 300 yards and 5.8 for uh, per tote. So, uh, it, it was good. It, and I, I it should, starts up front, right? It all starts up front. And – I thought one day Morris coming back was absolutely critical for Oklahoma last weekend. Uh, you saw the benefit of that for the, uh, in the run game. And uh, so, yeah, you, you feel better about those guys up front. Look, if they're to play at the level that they want to play this year, they're going to have to run the ball better than uh, they did the first couple of games of the season. And, and then also um, you, you talk about, Oklahoma offensively as a whole, uh, they have to pass protect better. I, I think they were better in that regard as well. So, um, you look at more of a macro view, and I feel like you feel better about Oklahoma offensively based on what we saw in Lincoln last weekend.
0: One of the concerns early offensively for Oklahoma was, "Hey, what's going on with Jaleel Farouk? Right? Why has he not been more impactful? Well, he uh, he broke out a little bit, Joey." up at nebraska let's see five targets three grabs 58 yards and he had the uh the touchdown reception obviously as well and jeff levy was asked not only about jaleel Farouk, but also about theo weiss just the emergence of both of those two guys and it sounded like this from the oc
2: i I think you know a bunch of different guys touching the football makes it a lot harder on on the guys across across the line of scrimmage from us so continuing to spread it and find ways to To get guys involved, Uh, you know, that's a huge deal for us and and where we want to take this thing and and what we want to do. But again, a credit to to Theo, to Jaleel, those guys have been great teammates and we've got a great culture inside that locker room right now and inside the building all because of Coach V and and how he sets the standard and and how we operate every single day. And uh, unselfish play is a big part of who we are and who we're going to be and And those guys have exemplified that and and proud of them for it.
0: Similar to the running back situation, where are you at now with wide receiver? I don't know that I was ever necessarily myself, Joey, concerned with wide receiver. But, you know, first couple of games and Jaleel Farouk wasn't – he wasn't the number three guy through those first couple of games that I was expecting coming off of what happened in the Valero Alamo Bowl versus Oregon that was more like it up in Lincoln. I thought that was encouraging for the Sooners.
1: I wonder how much throughout the first couple games, uh, Oklahoma just went vanilla, right, in, in not using uh, their full plethora of playmakers. Ten different guys caught passes last weekend in Lincoln. I mean, that that's nothing other than a really good thing. And We talk about Farouk, but you can go on down the line. Obviously, Theo Wiesk uh, caught his first touchdown since 2020. Um, But 10 different guys catching the football, Uh, that's something that um, I don't think was really talked about enough after the game, but uh, the ball was spread around. And and no, I'm not concerned about this receiving core whatsoever. I think we feel the same on that. But uh, yeah, it was certainly good to see uh, the ball spread out to that many guys because yeah, there are that many guys in this offense, both in the running game and the passing game, that can be electric and make those big-time plays for Oklahoma.
0: And how great, right, just to see both Farouk and Weese with touchdowns. I mean, especially for Weese, you kind of – he's done so many things at Oklahoma that are positive, and yet, you know, for him, just missing all of last season via injury, just good to see him – back and get that kind of moment in a game like Oklahoma, Nebraska. Last but not least from the OC well what about Kansas State? what kind of test does do the Wildcats present?
2: These guys have played incredibly well like when you look at them from a statistical standpoint they're at the tops of just about everything in the country so um, they are they're the Kansas State team that is exactly who you would think that they would be. They play incredibly hard, they're incredibly physical, they're very very disciplined. Uh, and, and do an unbelievable job on that side of the ball. So that's put them in position to, to win every game they've played. Whatever happened last week happened, but uh, man, just like every other week, we, we got a feeling 7 o'clock,
0: they're going to be at their best and we'll be ready to roll. So based off kind of some of the things you said to open tonight, you feel that way? Are you buying that from Levy that th- this is going to be, we're going to see
1: Kansas State at its best? 7 o'clock, Saturday night? It's so funny because, you know, covering this for now, what I've covered Oklahoma since 2007. So 15 years now. And it's easy to sort through the the coach speak compared to guys just being totally honest. And yes, I I buy exactly what Jeff Levy is saying. I I, throw out last weekend. like, Like I said, I feel like, maybe there was a bit of a look ahead for Kansas state and that's tough, man. When, you know, you the, these guys on other teams have really good players. And so if you get caught up in a game and you're in the third quarter, then there's a human element that, that look, we're in a four quarter uh, fight here and two lanes, got some players and all of a sudden it comes down to a couple of plays and you don't make those couple of plays and you lose the football game. And so, yeah, I, I, I've been really high on Kansas state since the preseason. I had them third on my big 12 poll. And um, I I'm taking that same mindset for Oklahoma into this game. This is going to be a fight. This is a physical team. They always play with that same DNA that I mentioned in Snyder. It, it's just, that's Kansas state. And so uh, Oklahoma, they have to t- again, I, I can't stress it enough. They have to take care of the football this weekend. Uh, if you're a, Uh, two touchdown favorite the one great equalizer is turning the football over and if that happens Oklahoma could be in trouble. Flipping to the defensive side of the football Ted Roof was uh,
0: well he was asked about last week you face a quarterback that uh, in Casey Thompson you played the year before but oh by the way he was at Texas now this week you face a quarterback that oh by the way you have seen before last year he was at nebraska and basically the question was do you can you watch that film can you glean anything from that film and here was ted roof
3: you watch everything because you know it's it's different jersey different team different system but you know uh, same player so you you watch it all you know we're 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 scouring to the ends of the earth to try and get information uh and you know Watching the video, you know mannerism, things, things like that. But uh, you know we have a lot of respect for him. Uh, extremely mobile, extremely mobile. Uh, throws a great deep ball. So uh, you know we got a, we know we have our work work cut out for us.
0: Definite two, uh, definite dual threat type quarterback. And uh, if they. Are watching film that has them any sort of concern? I don't think they've been watching film from this season, Joey, because most of it from Adrian Martinez so far has not been all that great. But he does present, uh, obviously, that you know
1: standard dual threat type of capability. Yeah, and Kansas State stresses you in a lot of ways with the run game. But uh, obviously, uh, they do a number of things. And Deuce Vaughn, I he's one of the best backs in the country. I, I don't think that's overstating it. And so uh, you got it keep him under wraps. And then um, on top of that, then you think about what Adrian Martinez brings in his ability to run the football. And uh, like you said, I mean, he has not thrown the ball well this year. And so if Oklahoma is able to make them one dimensional and shut down that run game, you feel really good, but uh, that's easier said than done. You know,
0: and this is still dipping back into the pool that was last week for Oklahoma, but I mean, I think everybody would agree that watch this game, from a defensive standpoint for Oklahoma, the most impressive thing that Oklahoma did was give up a touchdown on its opening drive and then just completely lay the clamps down. And that's not necessarily something we've been accustomed to Oklahoma doing. Ted Roof uh, discussed that.
3: Every week is its own week. And uh, you know that was what we decided to do last week from a game plan standpoint. And, uh, you know, we got punched in the mouth the first series, but I was proud of how our guys responded and then stopped them for 12 straight series. Uh, so I was proud of that. And at the same, t- same time, we've got to fix, you know, some things that uh, the first series. So, it, but it's this, you know, I, again, being proud of how our guys responded because on the road getting punched in the mouth and uh, how they responded was critical.
0: And they did respond well, Joey. So, you know, Early returns positive for the Sooners defensively. It's uh, as we're going to share before we get out of here, it's starting to get some national buzz. Uh, Some things being said, nice things about Oklahoma that we haven't heard said about the Sooners in quite some time, but I'll be interested to see Joey, how Oklahoma responds to any adversity that gets, gets sent their way by Kansas state this weekend. Uh, You know, obviously you've talked about it. The run game for Kansas state can really, really stress you and, you know, if Kansas State's successful doing that, the the length of a drive, right, the amount of plays on a drive, I think can be taxing. So, if uh, we're going week by week to grade Oklahoma's defense, well, that's going to be something that I
1: think you kind of eagle eye in on this week. Yeah, thirty-two tackles for loss for Oklahoma so far this season. That leads to the country. That right there uh, is a big indicator of the mentality that we've talked about uh, already tonight. It, this defense feels different. They're aggressive. Uh, They're they're getting after it. And and that shows in those uh, statistical categories. And so um, I I think kind of getting back to last week, I I mean, they did get hit in the mouth. And I I can tell you by being there and walking around before the game, I knew it was going to be a lit atmosphere. It, It was raucous. This crowd for Nebraska was ready. And They faced about as much adversity early on in that game as they possibly could have. Big time, big time statement. So, yeah, there's going to be more adversity this weekend. We'll see how it comes. But um, I just feel like this team is so much more equipped to handle that right now than uh, they were, say, 12 months ago.
0: All right. So, there is a familiar foe of Oklahoma that has some suddenly very positive things to say about the Sooners. Real quick, let me tell you though, betonline.net, it's your number one source. That's betonline.net, your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all of the latest player developments. The team matchups, news, podcasts, and in depth articles and analysis on every NFL game, every college football game that you would want to find. It's over there. As always, Bet Online, your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events. That, of course, includes Major League Baseball here for just a little bit longer as we get set for the postseason there. Boxing, golf, you name it. Head over to betonline.net. Or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, that is where the game starts. All right. Well, again, proceed with caution, Oklahoma fans. A familiar foe for the Sooners had positive things to say about OU?
1: A little problem with this. I love it. I love when you've got a problem with something. Okay, I always see glass half full with Oklahoma football. <laughs> So I've I've said this. Everybody in Oklahoma just threw up in their Cheerios. George is the best team I've seen. Agreed. Eye test. My dad was an optometrist. Eye test. I don't know what that has to do with it, but sure. Vroom, vroom, let's go. X-ray eyes. Got it. Oklahoma is the second best football team I've seen. That's and I think I that's think interesting because I, I I love what I saw last week. I They are, they got power. They got speed. They're better on defense. There is a little edge to Brett Venables that maybe Lincoln, you know, he's a defensive guy. Yeah, I telling you, I test. All right. So I'll just,
0: just tee it up for you, Joe. What do you make of that from Colin Cowherd?
1: Oh man. If someone could go back and look at my tweets from the other day, I had a sarcastic tweet about that, but uh, it. You know, I I don't necessarily disagree with him. I I mean, Oklahoma looked really, really impressive last weekend. Uh, I do think Georgia's the best team in the country. Um, And then after that, you know, make your case. But uh, this is as good as a a start, I think, Oklahoma fans could have through the first three games because – Look, what have we been so critical of so far? It hadn't been the defense, right? It's been the offense. We've been, we've talked about the offensive line needing to uh, block both for the run and the pass better. And on the flip side of that, we're talking about the defense and how aggressive and getting in the backfield and making sacks and all the things that, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, yeah, we've been used to talking about with Oklahoma. So, uh, yeah, it, this is a, a really good team. And I think you have to be encouraged Uh, as oklahoma enters conference play here
0: and i would just say to all of you oklahoma fans out there get ready giddy up because this is not going to be the first backpedaling that you see from a national talking head I'll, i'll give colin cowherd credit on this i mean he's at least willing to say basically that you know what i've seen so far i'm willing to admit that i'm wrong on the deal The Mandels and everybody else in the world that were so quick to take their pot shots at Oklahoma and just call this thing a mass exodus and look out, oh, you wasn't going to be playing any competitive football anytime again real particularly soon. You're about to see that the more Oklahoma keeps winning and the more they keep doing what they did to Nebraska, I mean, if they follow that up and they do that to Kansas State, TCU, and Texas here all back-to-back-to-back, you're going to have some national media folks that aren't going to – Outright say, oh, man, I got this wrong. But they're going to be singing Oklahoma's praises. So get ready for that. Joey, before we get you out of here, man, first off, uh, thanks for for joining us here on Locked On Sooners. Really appreciate that. Check Joey out over there. And the whole team, OUinsider.com and uh, his Twitter feed. You can see it right there if you're watching along on YouTube, at Joey Helmer 247. Do you have a score prediction, a couple of players to watch for Oklahoma, Kansas State?
1: Yeah, you know, I... (laughs) I've been kind of going back and forth on this. And I thought that uh, th- this was when I looked at the schedule, I thought this was one of the tougher games on the slate for Oklahoma. And I think last I looked, 13 and a half point favorite, I believe. And I like Oklahoma to cover this weekend. I- I'm I'm on the train so far and I haven't jumped off. They're two and one against the spread, and I'm gonna stick with it. So um, I-, I think. Let's see, you put me on the spot. I'll say 38 to, uh, let's go 38-17 this weekend. I like Oklahoma uh, by three touchdowns. Man, that would be a victory that
0: would have people feeling really pretty good. I'm honestly probably somewhere in that same sort of neighborhood, but uh, I will reserve my final score prediction for later on this week. Hey, Joey, thanks so much for joining us on Locked On Sooners, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Check him out over there, well, on social media, at Helmer 247 on Twitter, OUInsider.com. I'm Josh Helmer here with uh, the ref and obviously Locked On Sooners, John Williams. He'll be back. He'll be back ASAP. He was celebrating his wife's birthday tonight, so congratulations uh, to her. Happy birthday. Hope it was a great one. That's it for us. We're going to continue to break down Oklahoma-Kansas State as we roll through the week. We haven't even really dove into the Brent Venables press conference yet. So we'll probably do that coming up on our next episode. But for John, for Joey, I'm Josh saying boomer sooner, everybody.